Good morning. Allotment today. You find me on my knees weeding the new raised beds now. The raised beds are not really raised beds. They are my six new, soon to be eight new, no dig beds. Um, slightly different in that. They're not really raised, they're just old slices of old decking used to keep the soil in place for the moment. Ultimately, I think I won't need them. It'll all be compact enough to stay in place without any framework around it. But um, I'm calling them raised beds because that's sort of what they look like. Just not very raised ones. And I'm weeding. The good thing about raising, raising, weeding, no dig, beds, is that there are never that many weeds to do. I'll have to find the name or remember the name of that bloke who is mad into no dig and does the no dig sort of experiments. I'll put a link on bobs.garden, my website. That's all you type into your web browser. HTTPS bobs.garden and it'll come up. And he's got loads of resources. He's on Instagram. I'm going to ditch Instagram, by the way. It's just a bit of a faff. Um, but what he'll tell you how to make a raised bed with no dig, if you'd like to do that, is to put down something to mulch whatever's there at the moment. So in my case, I use cardboard. I think a lot of people do that. And then cover it with compost. And then as soon as anything comes through, just weed it, pull it out. And ultimately, the thing will, the weeds will eventually die. Um, and stop coming through um, they just keep taking their energy away and you plant stuff in there which grows and then when you harvest what you've planted you don't do any digging you don't disturb the soil you just put a bit more mulch on but not cardboard this time but you won't need something as serious as that. You just put down more compost. So one of the key things for no dig veg beds is being able to provide your own compost because otherwise it gets very expensive. I've done a bit of both this year because it's the first time. Oh, it's not the first time I've done no dig. I did it last year on one bed and it was really successful. I've put eight new ones in. And, um, yeah, I did go a bit overboard. I've bought a lot of compost pretty much every time I go to the garden centre. Depending on how much money I've got in my pocket, I either come back with 600 or 1,200 litres of compost. 1,200 is about as much as I can fit in 
the Range Rover. Which is, by the way, probably the best <clears throat> sort of allotment small holding tool I've bought. Bloody great, love that car. Anyway, that's one bed weeded. I've pretty much started recording when I started weeding. And it's uh, the weeding is basically done. of a later podcast today gone eight o'clock should really be in the house getting the kids ready for school we've given them strict instructions to be dressed or on the way to being dressed by the time i get in which will be in about five or ten minutes but god knows what state they'll actually be in hopefully they'll both at least be alive once they've torn each other to pieces The reason I've put eight, um, well, six, I'm going to do two more today, raised beds in is just to try and make the allotments a bit more manageable. And also to cut down on that cycle of planting, turning the soil over, weed killer, planting. I don't think that's good for anybody, and it's a lot of work, you know. I have said this before, but ultimately... Allotment hearing can be a full-time job. Certainly, the only real way to become self-sufficient is to be a farmer and to only eat what you grow. About ten years ago, when I lived in London, I grew carrots on the roof garden. We had a flat that had a really nice roof terrace. And I think it cost about £3 a carrot in the end, after all the chozzle that we'd had to buy, and there was a lot of carting compost up three flights of stairs, and things like that. It was satisfying, but a bit fruitless and very expensive. Where was I going with this? Ah yes, the beds. So to try and grow on every part of Bob's garden, you have to be Bob. That is someone who is retired and who's got the experience to be able to do things quickly. Bob would come, you know, one day he'd be on the rotavator turning things over <clears throat> and then he'd let it, the weeds come through. And then he'd spray the weeds off with weed killer. <clears throat> Plant what he was planting. And let it grow and harvest it. You know, managing it with more chemicals in the meantime. And then as soon as it was harvested, it would be turned over again and the process sort of begun again. Like you would do if you were a farmer. He had ran it really as a little farm with a plan and knew what he was going to do. Whereas I'm here every day and I have a general direction these days which I didn't have last year 
but I can't be on the rotavator for two hours and I don't want to be buying chemicals to stick all over the place so and I don't need to because I'm not growing that quantity of stuff it's not a farm so I am um, put some raised beds in really to just make it more manageable and reduce the sort of area I've got to look after I would love to do no dig across the whole allotment and just have it you know all of it no dig but it's not possible I'd probably have to take two or maybe three years of not planting anything I'd have to cover nearly an acre of not an acre but a few hundred square metres in plastic to cover it all off and let it all die down first and prepare it so the beds are in and they look good they look good So in a few days I'll be uh, browsing the websites and ordering things to plant. Going to grow some cut flowers as well this uh, this year. That's a definite. That is a definite. I mean, after all, there's only so much kale you can eat. weather this morning, bit damp looks like it might clear up a bit but feels like we could be in for a weekend of rain I'm going to leave you with the sound of the birds now for a little while and then I'm going to finish off the remaining bed that I have to weed and then it's time to take the kids to school. So until next time. <laughs>